All right, I think that's good. So I was, I got here early purposely because I thought, okay, well, I'll be probably in the midst of all kinds of other things and I don't want to have to uh, uh, just be kind of going crazy at the last minute. And there's a couple things I discovered. There's one, I should make sure I have this on mute or turned off before I walk in front of those speakers. Otherwise I get massive blow feedback and that's what happened to me earlier today. So that was a good start. And uh, I also was kind of going through my slides and I thought, wow, I like this. But then I discovered that I actually can't read them from here. So I mean, these great slides I can't see. I guess I, it tells me I need to get some glasses again. Um, so, uh, but don't worry, I got a printout so I can get really close up, it's okay. <laughs> uh, before, uh, before we kind of get right into the message, I thought I, I kind of give a little quick update on the college and career, a um, couple things about it. Um, the first thing is we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be hosting a picnic uh, or a barbecue, whatever you want to call it, at Oakfield Park for the whole for the whole chapel, right? And so we're going to be selecting a date closer to the end of July, and um, it's going to be kind of uh, focused on the Sunday school because well, like, we, you know, we want them to kind of kind of feel like it's a whole part of the whole thing, and so everybody's welcome. We will definitely be giving the exact date for it soon. Okay, I'm sure it's now is in my ballpark, so I'll have to take care of that. So I just wanted to kind of announce that we're definitely doing an exciting barbecue with lots of kind of cool activities and games. I have nothing to do with it. That's why it's fun, because if I was to do this, it wouldn't be fun anymore, right? Um, and now, it just happens to be that uh, we're going through a study right now, uh, Revelation, and I wasn't really too sure about that when we, when we first kind of got into it. I thought, I don't know, it's kind of a complicated book, right? So uh, we are working through it, and oh, I'm so thankful. It's really a good book, and I'm going to just show you this. This is, like, this is just an update, right? I know, it's a chart, and it has, it's, it has grids on it, and so obviously we know how I like spreadsheets, right? So this is supposed to be my non-digital version of a spreadsheet. And uh, uh, yeah, and Fuller has, full, full has helped us greatly with this. And so right now we're just in chapter two and three of Revelation, and we're making a chart here. Uh, uh, we're, we're going to go through all those seven letters to the seven churches, and we have seven, seven elements that we're trying to pull out. So we're looking at the Christ title, the meaning of the uh, name of the church, uh, the, uh, the commendation, the criticism, the exhortations, and the promise to overcomer, and a key phrase. And so once we kind of get all that this way, we'll be able to analyze it vertically. So we plot it horizontally, and then we analyze it vertically, and it's going to be able to give us a lot of cool insight. So I can't wait to do that. So I just thought we'd update you, because I mean, you don't always get to hear what the college incurs. I mean, unless if you're part of our top secret, uh, coded kind of group that your communications you'll never know, right? There's a very, very elite group, you see, and, and we don't really share everything that we're doing, but I thought, I thought I'd let you guys in on that. <laughs> now, um, yeah, so let me, we'll get started in just a second. Uh, I have to say this is a slightly different format than I have done previously. We can thank uh, David McDonald for that. Um, yeah, that's right. He, <laughs> he provided me this with a great book here, and so I've gotten to kind of less than halfway through, probably about 30, 30% or so, maybe 40% through. And so I'm only applying half the rules the book talked about. So if anything goes wrong, it's, it's because I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, okay, so perhaps before we kind of dive in, uh, let's uh, give, op open in a word of prayer. Gracious God and Father, just wonderful to be able to come in thy presence and gather together. Um, it's, it's, just an, it's just awesome to know that uh, 
you were willing to die for us and that you went upon that cross and you, you bore punishment that we so deserved. And Lord, we thank you for that. We also pray that uh, as we go through today that, uh, my, that my words would be your words and that uh, they would come out in an order that would make sense. I pray this in your son's most holy name, the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, so let's see here. Um, I guess, uh, I mean, as you can see through the picture here, uh, our topic is, uh, we're in James chapter 2, and this is going to be about being swift to hear, hence the big ears, right? I didn't think that was going to be a mess. Now, I, I do need to kind of back up. Obviously, it's been a while since I've been i got to get closer to the screen here. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've been up here today, so I thought I'd kind of review just what we had done previously. So in the last session, I think it was maybe two sessions ago, yeah? Uh, we looked at the greeting, obviously, and the greeting was basically, what is a bondservant? And we, when we looked at uh, what a bondservant is, it's when the person is willing, basically, they're freed, uh, but they choose willingly to serve. So it's a willing servant. But you don't become a willing servant just overnight. I mean, uh, it takes time to, be, to kind of have that perfected. And one of the tools that God uses is uh, trials. So you get perfection. But when he says perfection through trials, I like, another way of thinking about it is completeness. So you, you can become more mature. And so in James, uh, and this is like I said, James 1, 2 through 8, uh, we looked about counting it joy. Now that just sounds so strange. What do you mean count it joy? You don't count trials joy. I mean, it doesn't make sense. But kind of sometimes and it does. Because in hindsight, when you, think, when you kind of look back on things, maybe it does. Because how many times have you been told by your parents to do something and, and, or given wisdom or direction by somebody who, who you care for and, and, and you say, they're nuts. But then you, you did listen. You maybe you grudgingly or you, you, you learned your lesson. And then when you kind of look back, it's like, oh, I'm so glad I did it that way. And you can have joy. There's joy in that. Now, of course, becoming a bondservant has, uh, I'm sure, when you look at serving God, it, one of the things that really needs is patience. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, they did not, uh, for so many reasons, I can't, I can't even tell you. But you know, when you think about, like, they didn't treat Christ right, do you think they're going to treat you right? You need patience. And we're going to get into that more again. Um, Oh, yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll wait for later. We'll come up again. No, let's do it now. Um, uh, let's see here. So, yeah, so... Um, God already knows everything. Uh, well, actually... I'm gonna, I'll, I'll avoid that. I don't need to... That, we're, we're doing pretty good. I don't need those notes. Um, so, yeah, so patience is such a vitally important thing to... Um, to, to having to being a servant and to and to hearing and you're going to see why because that's just what we're saying now the reason why we're reviewing this right now is because it actually applies to what we're about to do you can't if you skip this it's not going to make sense right um, if you think about it uh, counting it joy uh, hindsight and, and patience and asking God for wisdom uh, that's this is important because so many people ask God for wisdom and they say by the way I was just trying to check out what the advice was because I'm not going there I want to do this you don't ask God for wisdom and then not do it, right? That's crazy. 
He knows everything. If he's going to give you wisdom, and you're talking about God giving you that wisdom, you better follow through. You mean? And then we have, uh, and of course, a servant. You can only have one master. Can you imagine um, having two masters? I mean, you're either going to love one and hate the other. I think it's kind of the verses. Think about the verses. Um, or you're going, you're, at some point, you're going to have to, something's going to have to drop. You can't serve two masters. It'd be like having two full-time jobs. I mean, it doesn't work. So these are important concepts that we talked about the last time, so I don't need to kind of dwell on it too much. And uh, let's see here. So we also de dealt with the rich or poor, and that regardless of what your situation is, you can benefit from trials. Tri everybody is starting from the, well, are, is equal. And so um, if you're poor, you know what I mean? You can, you're going to be, God's going to lift you up. He's going to kind of, Exalt, give you that, that glory, and, um, and the rich, uh, they're going to be humbled. They're going to ha learn um, that things fade away. So both through trials, or both, yeah, both can go through trials and still completely uh, gain something from that. Both can benefit from it. And of course, um, our response to trials, that's, another, that's important too, because it's, um, I mean, you could easily have the attitude, uh, like, why me? Woe is me. Um, or, God, I, I can't, I hate you because you can't, you, you, what, are, what are you doing to me? You know what I mean? It could, if you have that focus about, of you, you're going to find out that uh, things are going to look pretty dark. But if you, you can learn how to have a good response, and that is your response should be that you love God. Because you have to remember, he's trying to prepare you. It's not like he's saying, uh, it's time for you to suffer. No, 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 not at all. It's, he wants to take you from one place and bring you to another place. And he's going to do that uh, in a very loving kind of way. It may be difficult. I'm not saying this is going to be easy. Trials, it's called a trial for a reason. They're not, it's not called a day at the park. If it was, it would be. But it's not. It's called a trial. So they're difficult. And trials also is what arms us to be um, to resist temptation. Um, yeah, it, it's I, I don't know how else to put it. You know, what I mean, basically, when you go through trials, um, it, it develops a certain amount of of wisdom and patience and all and, and all the kind of things that we kind of talked about previously it trials are developing these things and so those that it builds a, like a thicker armor so when Satan does come and tries to entice you to evil and by the way here's a moment I think I might end up talking about it again later but either, either way I'll say it now um, when it comes to uh, trials and temptations See, trials are from God, and it's there to build you up. It's there to purify you. But temptation is not. See, a temptation is from Satan. God doesn't tempt anybody. And the, he's try, Satan wants to get you to fall. And, he, and he's going to try to get you to be enticed to something sinful, immorality, whatever the case may be. So it's important that these trials, that you understand that they, that's why you can counter joy, because they're there to build a defense. So uh, at the end of uh, 
the last time we spoke, the last thing I said, and even though I skipped a whole whack of pages in between here and here, uh, I didn't care what I had to do, I was just going to say the last three things. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, very good. And um, so sw these are, I'll call it, like the ingredients to, um, to patience. Swift to hear. You know, uh, if you think about patience, especially in the, in the alignment of becoming a servant, it makes sense, because if you're not going to be one to listen, and I mean really listen, there's, there's, I can hear something and then let it go with the other ear quite, quite easily. I'm talking about where you listen and you're quiet and you allow that to kind of uh, sink in. And then as you're going to find out today, when we get to today's message, um, that there's the, uh, there's the doing part. So you can hear it, but if you don't do it, You've missed a point. So they're swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. And so slow to speak, well, that I have trouble with. I have to tell you right now, slow to speak, no. I like to talk. And so, um, but if you're talking, you're not listening. And, if you're, and, and again, in the context of becoming a, a servant, how many servants do you know do the talking? I don't think so. Right? And then and it's a load of wrath. Well, I tell you, if you have wrath and you're trying to be a servant, you're not going to have a nice day. So, I mean, that's self-explanatory. You need to be patient. You need to have calmness when things are crazy. And you need to be able to control your emotions. Those effects are so cool, don't you think? <laughs> I like to say, just driven by a Mac on Mac software. Okay, so these, this is, this is, this is, this is kind of where David McDonald has kind of maybe helped me out here uh, in trying to, to see, because he, he told me something. He said, now you want to take an idea and start hanging all kinds of things on in this. So there's my idea, becoming a servant. That is the idea. That is where we're going. And I have all these scattered little ideas, and we're going, some of them we've already covered, some of them we're going to cover. And so, uh, for example, uh, let me just, uh, greeting bonser, and we did that. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, always, t uh, let's see here. Uh, be aware of the troubled tongue. That's coming up. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, that's chapter three. Uh, temptations and our responses. Or uh, we have uh, trials and our responses. That was something we did. And so, as you can see, these are kind of all the kind of scattered ideas. And... Um, we're going to talk about each one of them at some point, if we haven't already. Um, yeah, uh, see this thing here where it says heavenly wisdom? That's kind of, I'll say, a sub-theme uh, to the whole thing, because becoming a servant requires heavenly wisdom, right? So those two, I'm going to say, are major themes. Um, and you're going to see that heavenly wisdom comes from the idea of that you've gone through some trials. And, um, and, of course, it's going to add on, uh, as we kind of talked about, willing to yield and full of mercy. Those are really important components. And like I said, we kind of dealt, I'm not going to talk about it because we did that last week. Or not last week, but last time I spoke. Oh, we might talk about it. It's come out. And then peace, peaceable and gentle. So these are components of heavenly wisdom. And so, uh, yeah. But let's put these in an order that's going to make much more sense. Yeah.
oh, that's so cool, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this is how we're really going to approach this. And so I'm doing this because I want to show you where we've been and where we're going to go. Because if I can kind of show you that, what I'm going to say may be scattered, but you should be able to punk it in where it belongs on, on your own here. So uh, as you can see, we already covered the greeting, which is a bond servant, or trials, or our responses to temptations. And here's where you are today, swift to hear. That's today's topic. And so what we're going to cover today is hearing and doing. Okay? And then we're also going to look at uh, good works, stop favoritism, and faith and works are always together. And that's going to be cool because I really like talking about that. And of course, in the next, as you can see, you have swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. And they're spread over a couple chapters. So we'll get to those components later on. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, this is probably, that's pretty good. We can move on. So this is what we're starting today. And that is uh, being swift to hear. Okay. So being swift to hear, doing good works as a result of hearing the word of God. And uh, let me see, we can read some scripture here. So it says, uh, I'm in James chapter 1, believe it or not, yeah, and uh, I'm at verse 21. And we're, this, this, when it comes kind of to where we're talking about to being swift to hear, uh, the last part of James 1 is actually a part of it, so it's not just chapter 2. So we have, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, or you could say overflow, and receive with meekness uh, the engrafted word. So let's kind of take a pause right here, because when we say meekness, because perhaps that, because I mean, when you look at my, my little points here, it says, uh, um, do not be all talk, all, uh, yeah, do not be all talk, no action, or hearers only. I mean, that kind of makes sense, and we'll talk about that again. But then it has obedience and humble, and we are to love. Where is that coming from? Well, this is kind of coming from, uh, well, a few of the word topics here, but primarily it's, we're looking at, um, a lot of it's coming from this idea here of meekness. So meekness is a teachable, is, is having a teachable spirit. What does that mean? Well, it means that you're, you, you want to learn. Like, you, you, you want to take in, um, more information. I mean, how many times, like, I'm sure, you mean, David, you're a professor, how many times have you seen a student that just doesn't seem teachable? Uh, I mean, it happens. I remember I was at um, that elementary school just up this street here, it's the north end, I don't know what the Harbor Front School, I don't know, Harbor View. Okay, so that I was, I actually, for about a year, a year or so, I, I was. Uh, uh, working with the school to to help teach different topics, right? Because um, as a, I guess I don't teach this, I don't know what they call me, but either way, there are some students, oh, you just love to sit with them. They were great. They would take you in, you show them all kinds of cool, if you're doing math, uh, we showed them like little tricks with the little squares and how you can find out multiplication and all that stuff. And I remember sitting by this one, I don't know, guy or girl, whatever, uh, and I said, now just watch this. Just I showed him how to, uh, how to kind of, 
I was multipl multiplying the two sides of this and I get you the whole area. We were doing area, I think that's what it was, we were doing area. And, um, and it was so cool because two minutes later the teacher said exactly what I just said and I said and he was now ahead of the game. I thought that was cool, right? But he was wanting to learn, he soaked it up. Where the, uh, I remember this other girl in another class, I mean, I thought I was talking to a brick wall. I mean, I would have got more information out of it. Because just, she just didn't, didn't even look at me, just totally shut down and clothed. And no matter what you did, she did not want to be taught. So when we see, um, when we were to look at the word meekness, we were talking about a teachable spirit. We're also talking about like without resistance. Um, disputing or questioning. I mean, if, if you have someone who's, I mean, they just want to debate you. They don't have any interest in learning. They just want to shut you down. They want to talk uh, until, like, like, you're wrong, I'm right. Question everything you do, right? We're talking about someone who's, they want to become a servant of God. They want to learn uh, these things. They want to kind of uh, take this in. So that was verse 21, and it says in verse 22, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of like, um, uh, yeah, I hear, I hear you, but I'm, I'm going to do it my way, right? That's a, that's, that's not the doer. That's, that's someone who's a listener only. You I mean, I think, yeah, that's, um, let's see here. That's slide. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's, um, there's actually some reading we should do here. Now that I look at my notes. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, so that's what I was just saying. Like I said, it, it was, uh, I mean, there's someone who, uh, they're, they're not. They're only listening half the time, right? They're, and uh, we also we'll, we'll continue reading in uh, John fourteen fifteen. I'm sure I have that somewhere here. Oh, I'll look that up. Yeah, there's two. There's two two areas in John I want to look at. It kind of emphasizes the same thing here, but let's see here. If I was smart, I would have copied and pasted these verses <laughs> in my notes. So I would have been a little bit ahead here. Okay, so verse 14, uh, chapter 14, sorry, chapter 14, verse 15. 
Oh, yes. Yes, yes, that's right. So, if you love me, keep my commandments. And we just flip over the page, and we're in chapter 15 and verse 9. That's kind of just going to kind of just uh, expand on this. This is, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept uh, my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, or greater love has no one than this, than you lay down your one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Yeah, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Uh, no longer do I call you servants, for servants does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and you appointed uh, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you these things I command you, that you love one another. There we go. So we need, to sh we, we need and should want to obey him and show our love for him. And see, that's where we get the obedience here, right? So then we're talking about obedience. And of course, do not be all talk and no action. So, this, so I, basically what we've just read, just prior to that where we talked about the man in the mirror, we're, we're saying you have to be more than just a hearer, you have to be a doer. And then now we're looking at that as, as including obedience. And now I kind of mentioned, there's a kind of, I don't know if I even need to mention this, but I, I will just in case. Um, so in this, it, it, just, it just a moment ago mentioned that uh, he, he did not, um, yeah, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I just want to say that we're talk he's talking about to his disciples right here. And of course, Christ was the one who chose his disciples. And so I just wanted to kind of make sure that we know we're talking about um, him choosing disciples and, and not anything else. Like we're not talking about choosing who's saved or who's not saved. We're talking about just his discipleships there. Um, so yeah, so here's our, so that's where we get kind of uh, where we talked about obedience. Yeah, um, I need to move on here. So um, we have. So, of course, so when it comes to being swift to hear, we need to have a humble attitude uh, and we are to love. And uh, we need to act on what we learn. This is not good enough just to uh, um, hear something, say, ah, oh, that's good, for, that's nice, uh, and, and completely go off on the other side and do what you need to do or what you want to do versus what you should be doing. 
Okay, so the next kind of section that we want to kind of cover in uh, James chapter 2 is, is partiality. Partiality is basically when you see uh, someone who perhaps doesn't meet your standards, and so uh, you, you know, they, maybe if they come into the church and you say, this is good, but, and let me just read, this is really good. Um, I was looking here where it is, but. Uh, the verse I'm missing is it says, you, sit, you can stand over there, or maybe you can sit at my footstool. That's the point of the verse. It's, basically, it, it's, you, it's saying, uh, you're, you're simply, you're, you're, you're poor, you are not gonna, but oh, but you, you, you're fine, you dress all, all really nice, and you have good jewelry, and you have money. I know that. You can just tell by the way they walk in. So, you, sir, you with the money, you sit right beside me. You, you take good, a good seat, right? And that's partiality. It's treating people differently because of their, uh, they may have money, they may not have money. And that is absolutely wrong. Oh, yeah, there, there, I have a quick, little, a quick little story. And this just happened Tuesday. And this may be, this, Perhaps this looks bad on me, I don't know. But there I was, I was at the Panda with my parents, and uh, we were kind of walk going in there, and I heard this person say hello, and I have a way of just ignoring anything and everybody, right? I have tunnel vision, I get, yeah? And, um, and then, so, I just continued walking, I just can, whatever. And then this person said, hey, like, as in, like, hey, hello. <laughs> And, 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 and you know what? I still kept going. I, there, there was nothing that grabbed my attention over here, right? And the hellos and the haze didn't do nothing for me. Uh, but then eventually, this, uh, these two people, they, they, they were walking by our table and they, they waved again. Well, by that time I knew who they were and I had it up. I was like, okay, now they're up to my standards maybe. Well, I don't think I could put it quite like that. That's really bad, but uh, I did say hello and I waved and I smiled. At that point, I saw them. But my point is, perhaps if they were somebody else, they, uh, I would have saw them a lot quicker. I don't know, right? That's bad. That's what I'm saying. Oh, don't do what I do. <laughs> That's, do, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> um, okay, so it, we're talking about partiality and how it can be very bad. Right, it's, imagine if, here's the first line here, it says the faith of our Lord Jesus, that's the first, ver in the first verse here in chapter two, um, here we go. Uh, I'm trying to grab where I am for verse wise. Um, but it was the first verse and it said, okay, really is the first verse. Uh, my brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the Lord of the glory with respect of persons. Can you imagine if the Lord decided, okay, this is it. We're going to separate you guys by how much you make. Okay, everybody who's under this step over there, anybody who would come over here. Oh boy, if we were going to be judged on those kind of things, whether it be, whether it be money, whether it be how good we are, oh, that would be the worst. That would be the worst. We don't want that, right? 
if God is not perfect, when he died on the cross, it was for the whole world. It was not for just a select few. It was not for the elite. It was, not for, it was for every single soul that's that past, present, and future. Whether they take advantage of the, his gift is one thing, but he was not partial. So if he's not partial and he's a king, how can we possibly, as a servant, say that it's good? I don't think so. Who do we think we are, right? And that's true. We naturally do want to surround ourselves with the elite. You know, of course we do. I think, you know, if I could list off saying, oh, I was the CEO the other day. Oh, I just think it's great to brag about those kind of things, right? But that's wrong, right? Uh, but it, for some reason, we just want to do that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, and, and simply that can get us into trouble. We should be surrounding ourselves with all. And besides, you know what? It, Think about it this way. We're going to talk. We're talking about um, stopping favoritism. We're talking about swift to hear, and we're going to be talking about good works in the next section. I don't think we're going to get to it. In fact, I know we're not going to get to it. Um, we should be. Um, the elite doesn't need our help. It's the poor that needs our help. So when it, when it comes to wanting to do good works, we should be doing the good works for the for those who are who who need it. They appreciate it. God chose the poor, the rich, in faith to further his kingdom. Now, that kind of struck me the other day, and I thought, well, I want, uh, that might include me. Because if you think about it, is my wealth my wealth? Or is my wealth? Okay, and I don't have any wealth. Uh, I wish I did. But if I did, uh, 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 it's not mine, it's his. I don't have anything to my name. Reality check. Okay, and so, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm a, I'm a servant. I'm poor because I have no wealth, and that's fine because God treats me well, right? Uh, but that's me, that's you, that's all of us, okay? For those who are his servants, it's, that's, the, that's, the, that's where we are, right? And it's cool because what are we charged with as Christians? To spread the gospel, right? So it makes sense. Or anything that. We don't have time. Well, actually, it's good. I guess we're done. I'm going to stop here because this is the next, this is Faith Without Works, and that's the whole other section, and it's now five after seven, so we'll stop here. And it's hot. Okay? It's hot for me, it's hot. I'm sure it's bad for you guys too. So, uh, I guess uh, I'll close in prayer, and then we can go. Oh, gracious God and Father, it's it's wonderful to be able to get into thy word and be able to take some nuggets with us. And Lord, I pray that uh, we, when we go through our week that we would be able to really allow ourselves to be listen and to not talk first and not to get angry. That we would take, that we'd be patient and that we would, uh, that we would be a good servant that we'd be willing to serve you in a way that you would want us to, and that we'd take any opportunity that you may put before us. So I pray that we'd, uh, if, if there's any that uh, here that has not given their lives to you, that they, that they are not that servant yet, that they don't realize, that they haven't taken that gift, that they would, that they would cry out to you and that they would realize that they're a sinner,
and that they are in need of your Son. I pray that in your Son's most holy name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.